An easier way to get things done? Use your brain. Welcome back to another Textination interview. Joining us is Jerry Yu, founder and CEO of Brain Technologies. Glad to have you with us, Jerry. Glad to be here. Thank, thank you for having me. So what is Brain Technologies all about? Before Google, um, information lived passively behind catalogs of keywords. And um, we have to know which website to access for the information we needed or scroll through pages of keywords on Yahoo. And today's apps uh, live in similarly layered and passive systems. So we have to kind of uh, know an app exists and scroll through pages of apps before we can find it and use it. So, and we've been using our apps in, in the same way for the last 14 years. So we're inventing a new way to, for us to interact with our apps uh, in a more seamless way. Well, describe for us how this is, is going to work. We're launching an iOS app called Natural. Um, it's our first step towards our vision for future software. Uh, you can simply hold on to the screen to speak into it. And as you're speaking or typing natural language into it, uh, it's rendering in real time the right, the right apps. Uh, so you don't have to know which app exists. I can just simply say, for example, book me a flight from San Francisco to Los Angeles next Tuesday for three people. As you can see, as I'm speaking, it's rendering interfaces in real time. And it, uh, instead of you jumping between like different websites to book this trip, it finds everything available on the internet and takes you right to the checkout. So you, you can just directly use Apple Pay to check out uh, to get the flight. With this type of inter new interface we're inventing, you, you no longer, you, you can simply focus on what you want instead of how to get there. Uh, this, the, the system works like your sentence generates everything. So if you see like our AI understands the phrases within the sentence. So if you want to change anything, there's no buttons or anything. You just tap on a part of your sentence uh, that's turned into these buttons. Say, if I don't want to go to LA, I just tap on LA and change it to uh, for example, JFK, I don't have to even type out the entire thing. It has autocomplete. I just tap on JFK. It changes my sentence to book a flight from San Francisco to JFK, and then the results updates. Do you uh, set preferences in there, like which which apps you would prefer, or it's going out and finding everything? Are there paid results, or how does this work? There's no... So we believe a, a future where technology is more transparent and in, in, in a world where everyone is using AI to kind of make technology the center of your life and make technology more and more dominant, uh, we're trying to use AI to do the exact opposite, to change your relationship between people and technology, to put, you, put people at the center of technology. So you no longer go to apps, apps come to you. So uh, there's no, and, and we believe we'll never serve ad or any sponsor content um, because this world is just, has been changing so much and our relationship with technology is still at, at its uh, infancy. I think uh, the technology, uh, we're trying to make the relationship between people and technology into a more humane and, and, and natural one. Just like the name, when we use our hands, we don't think consciously about moving each finger, right? And we just think about the things we want and we grab them. Uh, we, we believe that's the future of technology. It's um, 
it should be a natural extension of who you are. It just allows you to focus on what you want um, instead of how to get there. So in a similar way, like I showed you flights, but in a similar way, if I want to order sushi to my house, instead of you jumping between DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, Postmates, and all these different uh, apps and trying to interact with all these different types of interfaces, uh, all the search results, uh, all the delivery options and pickup options the internet has to offer show up right in front of you. So all I have to do is to just tap on the one I want and check out check out with Apple Pay. I can just easily add to cart, um, just like any native app experience. Um, you can check out with Apple Pay immediately. Yeah, really, so, really interesting. So is it bringing up one of those apps, these delivery apps, uh, at, at once you decide what you want? Um, so again, the goal is for people to focus on what they want instead of how to get there. So um, natural will automatically picks up. You don't have to think about which web uh, platform it is from. Uh, natural will automatically picks the fastest or cheapest delivery platform based on your um, past data and based on your preference. Yeah, so you can, there's an option for you to choose uh, prioritize based on f like fastest del delivery options or um, cheap cheapest delivery platforms, yeah. And in a similar way, your sentence generates every, you know, all the interfaces. So if you want to change it, you just tap on, for example, you can tap on where it's delivered to and just change it to work and and now it's showing all the sushi restaurants near my uh, near my office. Really interesting. So tell me your inspiration for this. How did this come about? Yeah. So it actually, to be honest, this started from a very uh, technical uh, breakthrough that me and my CTO were just having a fun conversation, and we realized that there's a lot of hype around AI and machine learning. There's a lot of advancements in machine learning as well, but as a consumer, we haven't experienced dramatic change in our daily lives because of the technology. And we think every time um, a revolutionary product starts from a revolutionary technology and it takes some really simple interface and product to to really compress or translates the power of that technology into something so simple that anyone can easily use, um, can it be beneficial uh, to the world? Just like how the, the invention of the graphical user interface, you know, there were people were using command line, but and it was computing was still really powerful, but it's not accessible to you know, the daily consumers. And it takes someone to invent the mouse and the rendering system to combine that with the command line to invent the first graphical user interface that allows everyone to be able to use the computer. And just like how um, with that graphical user interface, someone combined the concept of a graphical user interface and interconnectivity technologies such as DNS to invent the first browser that enabled anyone to be able to access inter internet so every, every once in a while, right, like a revolutionary technology comes along and changes everything. But along the way, it changes our perception of what a computer is. Um, before it was, you know, command line, and someone invented the rendering system and the mouse to invent the first graphical user interface that allowed everyone to be able to use a computer and create a whole revolution. And then the interconnectivity uh, between computers became possible. And there's a lot of 
new technologies, different protocols and D, uh, technologies like DNS. Uh, but it's not DNS that changed the world, but someone who combined the concept of a graphical user interface and uh, interconnectivity between computers to invent the first browser that really is a very simple product that anyone can easily use that changed the world and a whole web ecosystem evolved around it. And then after the browser, Steve Jobs thought, okay, you know, every time you click on a but button, you have to talk to the server. It's really slow and it's laggy. It's not a great experience. So he thought if you had more powerful local clients and multi-touch, so he connect connected that with the browser and invented the first iPhone, which is what we know of that as the most advanced computer today. And so one might ask, we've had our iPhones for the last 14 years. What is that you know, interaction going to look like? We have new technologies like machine learning and AI experiencing exponential improvements, um, but consumers are not feeling you know, the dramatic change caused by. So what our company has been focused on doing is uh, thinking about this question, what can you achieve by combining what the iPhone has enabled with truly intelligent software? So the first step was for us to um, change the relationship in a way that break down the walls between these applications. And then you can truly inject smart software everywhere. Just like, you know, in, in this app too, if, if you don't know exactly what you want, we believe the future of interfaces or future of um, software should be able to help you think or help complete your thoughts when your thoughts are incomplete. For example, if I'm like cooking dinner for my family and I want to, I want to cook a chocolate cake. Um, so I'm, I'm usually how this works is I, I have to think in my head, okay, what do I need to cook a chocolate cake? Right. And I, I need to think about the ingredients and, and kind of go on a, a groceries app and type in each of the ingredients one after another and add them to cart. But now, you know, the AI can help me think and, and gives me all of the ingredients that's needed and show me the results from different apps and services in one place. And, and then all I have to do is to pick the ingredients. It, it even on the fly generates the recipe for me so I can, it can guide me through the cooking process. Um, well, it, it sounds terrific and uh, really a, a mainstream kind of product. Tell us about the business model for this. Now you've got you're announcing some some new backing and and some well-known people who are involved as well. Yes, that's right. We're um, coming out of stealth with this launch of the new product uh, and announce announcing our fifty million dollars in funding from uh, investors like Lorraine Powell Jobs and um, Goodwater Capitals and Scott Cook and WTT Investment. We're still kind of experimenting and our, the goal for the, the company is to build an interface that's so natural for people to use um, that it helps their daily lives and it improves their relationship with technology so they don't have to, they can spend less time with, you know, doing the chores and, and have an AI help them so that they can focus more and spend more time on what they're really good at and what they really should spend time on, which is, you know, their family and maybe the nature. Um, just like, you know, the air we breathe, like gravity and, and love, many aspects of our lives are invisible and yet they're the most significant and precious. Um, we believe that's the future of technology. 
It should be invisible. Uh, in a sense. If, if there isn't advertising behind it, are, will users pay for the app? Is that what you envision? Or? Uh, there won't be advertising, uh, first of all. Um, one of the friction points that we saw in different other apps is that people don't know what they're buying into and they click on sponsored content that they're not aware of. We don't believe that's the humane relationship that we should have with technology. Technology should be super transparent. And we'll be announcing a, a new feature called explainable AI, where this AI can not only allow you to not having to go to apps, but apps come to you, uh, but also um, your apps can think for you. So think on your behalf. Once it knows about you a little bit, it, it can, for example, based on your health condition or health goals, your Instacart or DoorDash can help you re-rank the dishes based on the ingredients, how healthy it is for your you know, uh, stomach ulcer, for example. Uh, but we do it in a way that the AI has to always explain the reason why it's giving you that recommendation, whether it's the vitamin D or the um, whatever type of uh, enzyme in it that's gonna help your condition. And how did we know about your condition? You have to tell us and um, allow us to, act, uh, to give you recommendations. And you can just simply tap on that part of the explanation and delete the source data if you wanted to. So we, we, we're rethinking the standard of you know privacy and um, and people's human rights in this new digital era um, with with a new type of interface. The AI we're trying to build people's AI and and this if we had a very powerful AI, I think it should be on the people side and um, help have the AI explain to people why uh, what each platform is going to do. Uh, for you and is this paid content or not paid content? Um, should it? I, I guess what I'm getting at, Jerry, is how do you, how do you what do you tell your backers or or investors? How does this? How does your technology that can be really useful to people and uh, and one and is transparent? How does it make money? Uh, we think really long term, and and we haven't really decided on the you know, whether it's subscription mode, but I, I, I don't think it'll be a paid app uh, at all, um, ever. And I don't think we'll surface advertising ever. And we, we just, uh, it could be a subscri subscription model, but I'm at the stage of my life where uh, I founded a few fairly fast growing, successful company tech companies in the past. And my goal is to really build a great product and, and have it benefit people. And again, it's called natural, uh, available as of now, when we're speaking on, on iOS. Any plans to, to bring it to the Android uh, platform as well? Yes, we definitely do um, have plans. And we just are so strict with our, you know, uh, we want to make sure we focus on one experience and make it really perfect before we um, expand it to more markets. And we're learning every day. Um, uh, and we hope to learn more from our 
beta users and uh, to, to perfect the experience. For more information, where is the best place for people to go? Please visit natural.ai um, and you'll, you'll be able to find our announcement there and more video content. Well, congratulations on the innovation. We look forward to, to making use of it like everyone else and, and, and seeing just what it can do. Jerry Yu, thank you for taking the time with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio. And that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC Skywave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.